Hey y'all, you're listening to The Coffee Shop, and I'm your host, Lindsay Acosta. If you know me, then you know that I love coffee, and The Coffee Shop is where I've had some of my favorite and hardest conversations. I've laughed, cried, mourned, and rejoiced with friends as we sat across from one another, a coffee between us. So I hope you'll pull up a chair to my table and have conversations with me as I talk about all things Jesus related in hopes that it will equip, teach, and empower you in your walk with the Lord. Welcome to the coffee shop. Hey y'all, welcome back to the coffee shop. The other day somebody asked, I know God forgives, but can he forgive me for what I've done? Now, I feel like a lot of times the conversation is about us forgiving others, but we're not always talking about God forgiving us. Like, we know the general, like, yeah, God forgives us. Like, we always say that. But I think so often people come to the faith or even those that have been in the faith for a very long time, sometimes it can feel like our sins are so big and so heavy that God could not possibly forgive us especially if we feel like there's a certain sin that we have fallen in temptation to time after time and we just feel like we can't get a hold of it and we can't beat it oftentimes that can make us feel like gosh I am just failing at this there's no way God can forgive me or you know maybe it is a really you know bad sin that the world sees as really bad And you just feel like there's no way God can forgive that. It's too bad. I will start off this episode by saying we have to get out of the mindset of there are worse sins than others. Because the Lord really does look at sin all the same. Not necessarily that something isn't worse than the other. But that everything that is sinful leads to death. So naturally when we sin, our consequence of that sin eternally is death. And so we have to get out of the mindset of of looking at sins as like one is worse than the other. Because then that would mean that God is going to be more forgiving of one sin than another. And that's not true. God is going to forgive every sin under the sun. And you know, I've heard this question countless times. I've just, I've heard so many people ask, you know, can God really forgive me for what I've done? And I really think it's such an important question to ask and to answer because it really gives us an honest look at the Lord's heart. And one of the overall themes of the Bible is forgiveness and redemption. And God is constantly forgiving even when people didn't deserve it. All throughout the Bible, he was constantly forgiving people even when they did not deserve it. And he follows up that forgiveness by offering redemption. So even though we see this in both the Old and the New Testaments, I really just kind of want to focus on a story in the New Testament because I think it offers us a look at the heart of God and at his desire to forgive and um, to restore. So one of the instances where we see Jesus offer forgiveness is with the woman who was caught in adultery and we find her story in John 8. Um, But when we meet this woman, she was caught in the act of adultery by the religious leaders and was being dragged to the temple where Jesus was teaching. Um, And they did this so that they, you know, might get Jesus to rebuke her and to stone her. 
but more so so that they could catch him in some sort of lie or that he might stumble or misspeak and then that way they could arrest him they were out to get jesus and i want you to imagine how humiliating and shameful this woman felt she was literally just caught in a sin by the religious leaders then she was dragged out to the temple and she was put in front of jesus she was put in front of the messiah so that he could rebuke her and stone her now the culture during that time required them to stone someone who was caught in adultery and the pharisees and religious leaders would have just reveled in watching the meek and humble jesus condemn and stone someone they wanted jesus to either hold up the law of moses and kill this woman so that he would seem very harsh and cruel or what they really wanted was Jesus to break the law of Moses and tell them to let her go, which would then prove him to be an imposter because if he truly was the Messiah, he would not break God's law. So they were testing him, but Jesus doesn't miss a beat. Uh, David Guzik, who is somebody I read a lot of commentary from, he says they were using this woman as a weapon against Jesus. But instead of condemning her and shaming her or stoning her, he stoops down and writes something in the dirt. Stooping down indicates humility, and it also indicated that he was identifying with the humiliation of this woman. You have to think, stooping down is low posture. You're getting low. You're, you're getting humble. It showed them that he was identifying with her. And he was showing humility toward her. And this is what was indicated to the audience, to the people that were watching, to the, to the Pharisees and to the religious leaders. His response to the religious leaders was not to condemn, but to sympathize. And now after he does this, he stands back up and he finally answers the religious leaders when they ask what should be done with her. And he tells them, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Now, in Jewish law, witnesses to the crime would have began the stoning. So what Jesus was really saying when he said that to them was, you know, we may execute her, but we're going to do it correctly. So one of the witnesses has to begin her execution. So he's really asking them, so who among you is the one who witnessed this crime and only brought me the woman and not the man who was with her? So he didn't say don't execute her he simply told them that it needed to be done faithfully and righteously and correctly none of which the religious leaders could do so they left then jesus asks the woman where her accusers are and if any of them have condemned her to which she responds no they haven't condemned me they've left so then he says neither do I condemn you? Go and sin no more. Now, I want you to picture yourself being caught in the middle of a sin that you struggle with by a pastor who drags you to a church, places you in front of the congregation, and tells them all of your sins so that they'll condemn you. It would be absolutely humiliating and shameful, and it would expose you to everyone it would expose all of your faults, all of your sins to that entire congregation, to that entire audience. And I think that that's how we view our forgiveness sometimes. 
You know, our sins have left us humiliated and shameful and exposed. And we can't see anything but condemnation because we know that that's what we deserve. We know at the end of the day, I sinned. I deserve condemnation. There's no way that Jesus can forgive me for this. But if there's anything that I've learned from this story is that God wants to forgive. If there's anything that I've learned from reading the Bible as a whole is that God wants to forgive. He wants us to have freedom. He wants us to be made new and to be restored and to be in community with him. Jesus was the only man who had the right and the authority to stone and condemn that woman. But he doesn't. He stoops low, sympathizing with her humiliation, offering her comfort and her feelings of shame. He knew that forgiveness would give her freedom while condemnation would bring her death. And I I truly feel like he does the same for us. You know, at the heart of God is love. And he spends every moment thinking about how much he loves us, how much he loves you, how much he loves me. And part of that love is forgiveness. His heart's desire is to forgive us and to bring us into communion with him no matter what sin we have committed. Now, obviously, we are supposed to do our due diligence and flee from temptation so that, you know, we can go and sin no more. And some days that's going to be really hard. And some days we are going to completely fail. But understand that God wants to forgive you. He wants you to live a life of freedom from the bondage of humiliation and shame and condemnation that sin brings. He wants you to live a restored life, one that brings you in community with him. This quote just really ties together this entire episode and it it really just says it so beautifully. It says, They knew the thrill of exercising power to condemn. But Jesus knew the thrill of exercising the power to forgive. Thanks for listening to this week's episode on The Coffee Shop. I'd love to connect with you more on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. See y'all next week.